Welcome to my podcast where I talk about all things related to money, mindset, finance, business, and investing. My name is Royston Kambabachi, qualified accountant with over 30 years' experience in finance and business. Coming from a very humble background, I have continuously challenged the assumptions and the expectations of what I'm capable of achieving for myself and others. Over the years, I've helped hundreds of entrepreneurs to decipher finance and to make more money and to run highly successful businesses. On this podcast, I will share with you tips, strategies, techniques, and tools that you can use to make more money, manage money better, and to maximize your success. In this second episode of my podcast, Financial Intelligence Mindset on a Breakdown, what is financial intelligence and what is a financial mindset? Basically, I've actually combined the two into one. So financial intelligence is all those things that are concerned with making decisions based on information, based on analysis and understanding the impact of decisions you make on your financial result. So instead of making decisions based on emotion and how you feel, it's based on logic. Yeah. And financial mindset is your attitude towards money, your attitude towards finance. Because many entrepreneurs and business owners have this view that uh, finance and finance management should be outsourced to the accountant. But here's the thing. You can do that, but you must be able to manage the person who is managing your money. For my years of working in financial services, I realized that even the people who have millions people who have lots of money and they have their own wealth manager, they're able to have a conversation with the wealth manager and challenge them about the performance of the money or where the money is allocated to and where the money should be allocated to even get better returns because they keep up to date with the information and they understand uh, the reports that they're getting from the wealth manager and they're able to give them proper uh, instructions and proper feedback to make the performance better. And in business, you as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, you have to understand your financial statements. You have to be able to read the financial statements and, and make decisions that will get you better results. As one of my mentors said, you know, your financial statements are like a scorecard. If you can't read the scorecard, you don't know the score. And if you don't know the score, you don't know if you are winning or losing. So financial intelligence, and they said the financial mindset is just your complete attitude towards finance. You know, finance is uh, essential. As a matter of fact, accounting is called the language of business. And if you can't speak the language, then why are you in business, right? So it's not some matter of like, do you do it yourself or do you outsource it? That is not really the crunch question. The crunch question is, do you understand it? And are you using it to, to make more money in your business? So in today's episode, I also want to talk about some of the, the common uh, uh, money mindset myths. You know, um, let's take number one. Debt is bad. Now, debt is predominantly something that people use to get more, if you want to call it like, if you want, if you want to buy an asset, you can use debt to buy an asset. If you're looking to launch a business, you can launch a business from your own money. It's called bootstrapping or you can get an investor to, to invest uh, in your business for a share of your equity, or you can borrow a loan 
and that is predominantly debt. So debt is where you owe someone yeah, and they give you some money that you potentially can then use to enhance your business, enhance your lifestyle. And then where debt is bad is where people use debt to just do what is called operational expenses or they use debt, for example, for luxury items, for personal luxury items. If you're using debt to buy an asset, which is going to make you money, which means that the money you make from the asset is much more than the cost of servicing the debt, then that is good debt. You know, so debt is not all debt is bad, but debt can be used to build wealth. But you must understand the numbers behind the debt. Understand exactly what is the cost of the debt, cost of servicing the debt. What will that debt be used for? What will be the ROI, return on your investment, or in terms of return on the debt? What is ROD? It's a new term I'm implementing, right? What, what is the return on the debt? You know, when you use that debt, what return would you get on that debt, you know? And these are some of the things that financial intelligence can really help you with because you then you're understanding the numbers. You're making decisions based on information. Like, for example, where should you borrow the debt from? Yeah, and what duration should, should you take on the debt? Because most times, people give you a longer duration to pay off, say, a loan, but that longer duration incurs a higher interest rate. So you have to work out, okay, what is, what, what is the optimum period of time that I can pay this back without actually hurting my back? And so, I mean, I personally have used debt uh, even to buy properties. You know, I, I use debt to improve properties, I use debt to, uh, to to put up for deposit in properties because once I know how my cash is flowing, then even if I take the debt, I can take it on an interest-free period, let's say for sometimes even up to two years. I remember sometimes using credit cards, getting 20, 30 grand on one credit card and paying like just three, 400 pounds for a two-year period. You know, during that time, I pay off the credit card completely and all I pay is three, 400 pounds and I, I'm, I had access to, you know, 30 grand. So that's just one example, right? Some people use credit cards again to launch a business because if you have an interest-free period, you can use a credit card, you can launch a business. By the time uh, you're ready to pay back the credit card, you've made triple of even uh, the amount of money that you borrowed. So these are some of the things that you can uh, do and think about as well. Second um myth I want to talk about uh, is that budgeting saves money. Now, budgeting is understanding the, the, the inflows or the outflows of your business. It's not exactly just cash flow. Cash flow is really around the physical money coming in, the money going out. But a budget is like a plan. It's like a plan. How much do you plan to make? How much do you plan to spend? How much do you plan potentially to have as extra? We call it surplus. Or if you have... If you're going to spend more than you're going to make, it's a deficit. But, but budgeting as an exercise in itself doesn't save you any money. That's just physically writing down what's coming in and what's going out and seeing if you have anything extra. What really saves you the money is something called budgetary control. It's where you look at the actuals, you compare it to the plan, and you take action. You take action that you question yourself, why is there a difference? That difference is called a variance. 
Why is there a variance? And every business, every business that really wants to go to the next level should have some level of budgetary control, be it monthly, be it quarterly. So that is exactly what I'm talking about. I'm saying here, you, you, you list down all of your, you know, your income generating items, all of your expense items. You say, okay, you make a plan based on my, my activity, based on my volume of work, how much do I expect, you know, in terms of money to come in, sales to be generated, or how much expense do I expect to incur? And from that, effectively, what you do is that you say, right, so we're going to be making X amount of difference, surplus. I mean, it's not necessarily profit, but it's, it's just a pure kind of income minus uh, expense, right? Because sometimes you can have other uh, things that, that impact profits. For example, there are some non-cash flow items. We're not going to go into that today, but I'm saying is that um, a pure budget income minus outgoings is not necessarily uh, going to leave you with your profit. It would leave you with a surplus or deficit. But as I said, fundamentally, you want to track it. Because if you plan something and you don't track it, you don't measure it, then you're not really doing performance management. Performance management is where you physically know what you plan, then you track it, and then you compare the two, and then you say, right, here is where we went wrong, here is where we should improve this. And by doing that, then you are giving yourself the best chance of, of say, making the right improvements that can help you then to, to save money or to multiply your money. And the third myth that a lot of people have is one of my things that I really tackle all the time. I want to tackle very early on in this podcast is that um, I'm a business owner, I'm an entrepreneur. I don't need to know finance. I don't need to understand finance. I will leave that to my accountant. You know, I even have um, friends, business partners who I work with, and they says, I don't need to know finance. I leave that to my accountant. And here is the thing. Many businesses fail. Why do they fail? There are some fundamental reasons why businesses fail. When it comes to like things like leadership or, or poor marketing, the understanding and target customer. But the real reason that people go into business is to make money, to make profits, right? And there's a difference between profit and cash flow, which I'll explain in, in, in future uh, episodes. But effectively, because you're in business to make money, to make profit, you have to understand finance. You can't just leave this to your accountant because profit is theory. By the time you get your profit statement from your accountant, it's different to what's actually going on in your business. So you want to understand how does money work in your business? How does money really work in your business? And basically, you know, it's, it's sort of not just linked to the budgeting aspects that I was talking about earlier. This is more around understanding, as I said, the financial intelligence part of the business how every decision that you make impacts your business, yeah? What are some of the things that you can do to really move the needle in terms of getting better performances? For example, it can be as simple as margin. You know, margin is just a difference in terms of what it costs to sell you the thing and what you're pricing it at, right? So it's sort of, it's, kind of gross. it's not exactly gross profit, which is obviously just, uh, price minus cost of the goods sold, uh, but the margin is a percentage of the profit on the price, a percentage uh, 
of the profit and the price. So, yeah. So that margin number is so crucial over time because you, if you change suppliers, potentially you might be changing what is called the cost of the goods sold. The cost of the goods sold is the cost to acquire the goods. Yeah, we call it acquisition cost in marketing. In terms of just uh, pure e-commerce, is the cost of the goods sold. How much did it cost you to sell that thing, right? And the difference, as I said, between the price and the cost of goods sold is the gross profit. Gross profit expressed as a percentage of price or revenue is then um, margin. And that number over time, if you monitor that, it can give you a good idea of, if, if, if you want to keep that constant, it can tell you, maybe, maybe you need to put your price up or maybe you need to source your goods cheaper. That's just one of many, many examples. I'll be sharing many, many metrics that you should be monitoring uh, in your business. All you, want to, all you want to talk about the acquisition cost. So in marketing, if you're marketing and you, you have marketing spend, you want to have an acquisition cost. You want to know, so I'm spending money on marketing. How much is it costing me to acquire a customer over time? Which different platforms, which which different sources of traffic? When we talk about sources of traffic, we're talking about things like um, paid ads here or even some free ads, you know, free marketing as well, right? But you still want to know which sources of traffic are giving you um, which customers. And because it's cost per acquisition, then it's mainly talking about paid ads. Whether it's Facebook, whether it's, you know, you know YouTube, you know, whether it's like, you know, other sources that you're using, uh, whatever sources you're using, you want to track it, you want to say, right, and this is how much it's costing me to, to acquire a customer. Therefore, if I want to get more customers and I know which one is costing me, uh, say the cheapest, I can maximize on that particular one. Again, it's making decisions based on information. And that is what this podcast is about. It's about you understanding that to run a successful business, you need to make informed decision. Informed decision is getting to understand the numbers behind your business. Understand the numbers behind your business is financial intelligence. And your money mindset is your attitude towards managing money. So that's it for today. And I'll be sharing much more nuggets with you. So uh, stay tuned. Thank you very much for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. You can find out more about me by Googling my name, Royston Cumberbatch. I'm on all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. You can find me on YouTube as Roy Cumberbatch. And if you are listening on YouTube, please hit that uh, subscribe button. Or you can find me on my website at www.ratmac.com. That's R A C. M-A-C-S.com. It'd be great to hear from you. And do feel free to tell me about any topics you want me to cover on future episodes. Until next time, be good to yourself and others. Keep positive and reaching for your financial goals. Bye-bye.